on last week's Irrevelations. What is this part? This is Exodus 24. Let's get started. I feel like we're trying as hard as we can not to start this week's episode because it sucks. Yeah, I don't want to start this episode. Let's just get through this because I, I want this episode to be done. And this episode is a prime example of if I was in a church, I'd skip this part. Everything in the last chapter, or the last episode, I should say, the last few chapters, made sense, right, for establishing a group. But now we're getting into like, all right, why are you being so specific? Are we actually going to read this shit? No, 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 no. There's one important verse in this chapter. There's only one. Is there anyone that, is there any, like, what What would be the, how can you justify liking this part? I don't want to talk about this anymore, to be honest. This is going to be a super short episode, guys, and I'm okay with that. I hate this. I hate me. I'm sorry you had to come listen to this. This is depressing how bad this book is. Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. All right, so I have a question for you. Okay. Up to this point in the Bible, which we have been reading, okay. have you seen anything that you think would have condemned Michelle Carter? Who the fuck is Michelle Carter? Oh, you didn't see? She was just... Uh... Explain it to me and also the audience. Well, everyone, come on, everyone. What are you? What are you, uh, Phil? Do you live under a rock? Michelle Carter is the 22-year-old young woman who was just sentenced to 15 months in jail. Oh, the text messaging chick? Yeah. Okay, I don't know her name. Say text messaging chick. (laughs) I know. I wanted to feel better than you. Okay, great. That's all we've got. Yeah, I know that you specifically Googled that just so you could find out her actual name. Because who the fuck knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do I feel about that? No. Is there anything so far that we've read in the Bible that said that, that we can't do that? Uh, they didn't even mention no, cell phones. No, there's nothing about inciting people to suicide. That's that's fair enough. That's all I wanted to hear. And honestly... Case uh, closed. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> we now know what God says, at least in this first part of the Bible. Uh, out of context and obviously not including the uh, complete story. Vindicated. Um... God. Uh, why? What do you think of it? I think that we should have a. I think she should run for president <laughs> in, in, in 13 years when she's 35. No. Uh, when she gets out? Oh, no, I, wait. How long is she going for? I thought it, it was like. I, I'm reading it right now. Um, okay. Involuntary manslaughter. I guess they haven't done sentencing. Yeah. Involuntary manslaughter. That's like nothing. That's like if I throw a chair off a balcony and it hits a baby. You know, it's like, yeah. oopsie. I do that. Every single day. I honestly can't believe she got convicted. Now, I don't really know all the facets of the case. So that's a, you know, just put that out there. The way I understood it was that, and I saw some of the text messages, was that basically she knew a guy was depressed, knew he was suicidal, 
and then sent a series of the most fucked up texts the world has ever known. Yeah, well, I'm an expert because not only, A, did I see this headline on Reddit earlier today, but B, I then opened the news story the moment we started talking about it. Just a second Okay, (laughs) great. So So this is a hot take. (laughs) The hottest of takes. Like, Here's the thing. uh, he, first off, this happened five years ago. He died in a truck filled with toxic gas. Why aren't? Right. Why don't we ban toxic gas? Exactly. I think that they should make the trucks run on like water, and then I mean, produce oxygen and hydrogen as one of their byproducts. Isn't, aren't those really dangerous? Uh, actually, it was kind of a chemistry joke, but that's already what they produce. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, wait, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they, they produce don't. CO2 they produce there. carbon monoxide, CO. You fucking. They I knew can it. do if there's in pop. There uh, was you like, know what? No, there was the, 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 the primary. One. The primary uh, byproducts of their combustion should be like CO2 and water. But uh, whatever. I don't, I, don't, I don't think we need to waste any time on that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> that's, that's some nerd shit. This is already way too much. Yeah, this is stupid. Uh, you went on a dumb tangent. <laughs> but. <laughs> Honestly, though, are you trying to turn like some two eight? Well, no, I'm going to say no. That was a joke. Uh, honestly, okay. though, we should that this would have been stopped if we had carbon tax implemented, because then he would have been taxed for all that carbon that he was killing himself with. It's like uh, it's like why I think they should legalize crack and tax it. Like if people are going to die, at least let's build some roads. You know. Yeah, that's a hot take. No, that's um, a solid point. No, I I don't know. I don't think she should. I mean, I don't know. This is pretty. It, it, it definitely is one of those things where I read those text messages she sent, and I was like, "God damn, this chick is a fucking sociopath." Like, this is some fucking. When she was texting to me, like, wow. "Listen, yeah, your I'm parents are now. your parents already know you're depressive, so it's not even going to be a surprise." Like, why don't you just go ahead and do it? I was like, "Holy <sighs> shit!" Here we go. Fuck. You here she, verbatim. Read some of them. You keep pushing it off and say you'll do it, but you never do. It's always going to be that way. If you don't take action, let me point out because you can't you can't hear it. But when I said you, it was just the letter. Now, if you ever <laughs> if you make a life or death decision based on someone who's using the letter you to represent you, oh god, oh damn. buddy, yeah, like that's like people that commit suicide via Twitter. Yeah, just Ugh. because I mean she looked honestly. It's just Cara Delevingne, isn't this who this is? It looks, yeah, it just looks like, like it. Yeah, I saw the top post. I saw. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. Do you, I don't. I feel like it's kind of I, maybe involuntary manslaughter is. It sounds appropriate. Uh, sounds appropriate. Yeah. Because it's like if I told someone to rob a bank and then they go and do it, and I, I don't feel like I should. You should be able to tell people anything to do. I go on Twitter all day long and tell people to kill themselves. You know, and they never do, unfortunately. Of course. So I think the difference is whenever it's a. I mean, in the UK, for one, I think that is illegal, right? If you were to do uh, yeah, that. Yeah, but let's not base our laws on... Let's not base our sure, logic sure, on sure. what the dumbasses in the UK would do. Anyways. The fucking US of A. <laughs> my, my point being that what she was exhibiting... I don't even know if she should go to prison. I think that she should be... Seek like... It should be like involuntary mental health imprisonment. Whatever they call it nowadays. I feel like that'd be like putting a lion in a fucking room full of sheep. I mean, you. So, so here's a woman we know likes to make depressive people kill themselves. Yeah, obviously <laughs> don't. Put, obviously don't say, "Oh, we're we're taking you who has sociopathic 
tendencies. tendencies. We're not going to put her in the room with all the depressed people, you idiot. Like, just because I say (laughs) let's lock her up somewhere where she can get help doesn't mean that it's the room full of depressed people. (laughs) That's not the only only treatment center they have. I I assume it's like a... all you've ever seen concerning mental health is like what Shutter Island, and you just base everything off that. <laughs> no, I um. One flew over. That's the a different t- because when I was an EMT, obviously I handled a lot of Baker acts. Oh sure. Um, so I used to drop people off at fucking mental institutions, and um, I'd rather, I'd personally, this is this is coming from me, I would rather fucking die than go to a one of those one flew over the cuckoo's nest fucking oh, job yeah, places. Dude. Or the story of Nellie Bly. You know about her? That's the, that's my nah. fucking nightmare. She Which was one? the reporter, and uh, she's like went around the world. She was this mm-hmm. lady reporter in the twenties. I want to say way back in the day, the nineteen twenties. Okay. Yeah, and so she one of the things she did she wanted to do a story on like abuse and mistreatment in the psychiatric hospitals, uh-huh. and so she had herself committed, like fake committed. Uh-huh. And then whenever she said, all right, gigs, it was so bad that she's like, all right, hey, I'm a reporter, gigs up. It took a long time for her to actually get out because they were like, wouldn't let her call her editor and all this stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> They're like, well, oh, I mean, okay. And they, they probably deal her. with that a little bit. But I, I I don't even know if I want to name any of these places. I don't think I'm ready to, uh, at least in this format. But uh, And I'm sure they're it's well known, um, at least in our local community here in Orlando. But there's some places here where I've dropped patients off where like, you would just see, uh, like, one of the uh, orderlies, maybe. I don't even know what the fucking name is. Uh, Let's like, hand that. out the pills. Hand out the pills. Hand out the pills. Everyone get in line. Here's your pills. And this, they hand this one guy a pill, and they're like, okay, now it's time to go outside. He's like, I don't want to go outside. I want to stay with you. And they're like, no, you're going to go outside. He's like, but I want to stay with you. And they picked him up by his neck and threw him out the fucking door. And I was like, ah, oh, that's a bit. Whoa, dude. A bit much. I mean, it's fucking. Arkansas we'll definitely there. expose those people later. So, yeah, we'll. QAnon style. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I almost think I don't know if it could be worse than prison. I don't think anything is worse than prison for this Cara Delevingne girl, <laughs> which is something to go with. Four note Uh She got the fucking eyebrows. She deserves. She does. Prison. That's what it is. It's the um, lighter hair with the darker eyebrows. Yeah, the, the, the weird ones. Um, it's creepy. But I, yeah, I just I don't know. I don't think. I just I don't know. I guess maybe he's depressed or some shit. Like, if you had a guy with, like, mental retardation. Mm-hmm. They don't call it that, but yeah. What do they call it? Down syndrome? They don't all... Okay, so first of all, mental retardation is a wide umbrella. I specifically mean people who Yeah, are but you can't handicapped. use that. I don't think you can use it medically anymore. That was my complaint. What? I don't the think they use it. About? Retardation is not used in medical context anymore. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'm going to Google okay. that later. What, what should I call them, then? I don't know. People with... Mentally dis- handicapped? Mentally handicapped, yeah. Jesus right, Christ! Mentally handicapped, but to say that they're all Down syndrome—that's not a as a as a cripple. I take offense. <laughs> as a, you can't as say a, that I'm physically retarded. Bipedally I'm physically retarded. <laughs> You're bipedally retarded. That's what you are. No, you can't say that. I'm saying it. Somebody, uh, somebody out there is starting their car up in the garage right now, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I'll see you in court. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just I, I think if you had someone who's mentally handicapped, whoopty fucking do. I'll, I'll use your terminology. Uh, you, you've raped my vocabulary. Uh, if someone was like mentally handicapped, and you convinced them to like light themselves on fire, or you know, play with gasoline, or touch an electric. You know, if you stuck a fork in the fucking socket and be like, "Hey, grab that," and they don't know any better and they do it, I think you should be held responsible. Oh, so absolutely. Maybe there's a spectrum if you pick on someone who's got 
you know, a chemical imbalance or the yeah, depression or is is a real deal. For sure. I guess now that we've talked it out, I guess I I guess I actually am walking back my statement. I think she should go chill. And <laughs> I was uh, my initial instinct was to say who the fuck cares, but now I'm now I'm thinking about it. And yeah, it's kind of preying on the weak. I think it'd be one thing if she said it in like an impassioned breakup or something, you know, like in a, in a moment of anger. But this yeah, was no, like this was a predation. calculating, yeah, cold yeah, yeah. predation, the, which is the, why we have courts. The lioness stalks her prey. Jinkies. Jinkies. Dude, right. I think we have a lot to cover today. Should we? No, Should we? I have one more story about okay, suicide okay. I want to talk about. Of course uh, you I don't do. know when we'll get back to suicide. Uh, but I mean, uh, it's in the Bible eventually. Yeah, we'll come the back The Catholics to it. hate it. But uh, as far as like depressive people and suicide, um, I semi-sort of knew a guy in high school. Okay. Um, and I don't think anyone knew this guy. It was one of the most depressing. Well, maybe not depressing. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. So this guy we went to high school with, I don't know if you remember him or anything, but he, I wasn't even friends with him on Facebook. I just saw, like, it was one of those things, you know, like, oh, someone such and so has commented on this post and such and such has commented mm-hmm. on this post. And a bunch of people were commenting on this guy's post. I know and you're basically, talking Basically, he was like, hey, guys, I know some of you are going to disagree with this, but I've got to make this decision for myself and... Uh, I'm going to end it all and goodbye, cruel world, and blah, 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 blah. You know, as if you just copy and pasted a suicide note. If you're going to commit suicide, at least put a little originality on your I last don't, I disagree, but. No, just just copy and paste like you're a Donald Trump, uh, like those letters he writes to all the troops that died under him. You know, you yeah. just copy and paste. That's what I would do. Bottom. I'm not going to waste. Honestly, what's the point? <laughs> I'll tell you this. If I do a suicide note, I'm going to fucking like make a five act play. You're going to fucking know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use this audio to have you Baker acted. I can't wait. <laughs> like when I kill myself, it's gonna be a whole dramatic production. Good. I'm gonna be the Elton Jada suicide. It's but, like um, a it's like a one v one saw situation, but just you're both sides of the V. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he was like, "I'm gonna kill myself." Blah, blah blah. And then you know he ghosted, which I, I think it was a cry for help or whatever. It, sure. I mean, it ultimately was. But anyway. Um, that wasn't even the depressing part. The depressing part was that all these people were commenting on the, his wall, basically being like, hey, man, I know we don't know each other at all, but you shouldn't do it. And then like another person would be like, yeah, man, I know we've never talked. I don't know you at all, but you should do it. Just giving him examples for why he just, should just do it. 30 fucking people commenting, one, uh, advocating that suicide is a, something you should do, which I think is kind of a bullshit stance to take. I don't, I don't think suicide should be vilified or whatever. Yeah. If you want to do it, you should do it. I don't um, think I think that I think it's, you have the right no, to do it. I think maybe yeah, I think you have the right to do it. I don't think teenagers do. He's not a teenager. He was he was twenty or something. Oh, I thought this was in high school. I think I if you're old enough to. Yeah. I definitely don't think anyone that still has their hormones boiling like they're not acting in their right mind for the same reason that they're not allowed to do a lot of other shit. But regardless, I guess. I don't for the know. same reason, I, I, I think you should I, I have to be legally allowed to be president before you can okay. do it. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to. Euthanasian. If you're responsible yeah. enough to be president, you're responsible enough to take a life. But right? anyway, they just found him on a beach or some shit. He wasn't even thinking. I don't even know what he's going to do. He's going to drown himself in the fucking ocean. That's a better way to go about it. He probably wasn't. He probably just went to go for a walk. Whatever. Did he have a bunch uh, of like raw chicken meat? Because <laughs> he was just going to do it. That's way to do it. No, I was Those sharks? S- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way I'll do it. I'll fucking. Do you know what would suck though? Is if before the sharks, before the sharks got to you, if the catfish did, they're just sucking you dry, <laughs> sucking, sucking the meat off your bones. Oh man, I would. I, if I were going to kill myself, I would adopt. I would go to the um, local animal shelter. I would adopt every pet they've got. 
Let them eat you. And then I would shoot my face off, and then I would let them eat me. And they would be like, oh, my God, the whore, his cats did it. And then it would be like, oh, like, you know, because I always envied those crazy cat ladies that got eaten by their cats. Yeah. There's not enough of that in the news, to be honest. <laughs> not a, anyway, it's so this fucking, sad guy, stuff. <laughs> this fucking guy, uh, he had this sad suicide note. They found him, whatever. Well, that's survived. good. And then, like, five years later, he's still alive today. But uh, five years later, um, or ten years later, to now, um, he's on Facebook every day posting fucking, like, Obama was a fucking Kenyan uh, birther, and blah, 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 and he's a Muslim, and he's a terrorist, blah, 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 and everyone who hates Trump can eat my dick, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he uh, should have fucking did it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking to myself. He was like, <laughs> Obama's an illegal citizen. I was like, God damn, I wish he'd just fucking gone ahead and done it. Yeah, I'm going to actually, I don't normally advocate it, <laughs> You, uh, you, this is what you chose to do with your life after that close call? This is, this is what you're doing with your second chance? This is how you want to spend it? You fucking idiot. He went idiot. back to the carpet store. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Q, Q. And I'm like, oh, no. God. No. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, like, Joe Arpaio for president. I'm like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh, get the fucking hammer. I'll put you down myself. Jesus. Yeah, that actually is, that's the worst Happy ending I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> well, good for him. He's still kicking. You know, he, I, I'm glad he made it through his depression and is now doing something meaningful with his life. The only worst happy ending I can imagine than that is Edward Scissorhands working at a massage parlor. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in uh, hot. Casey, Casey Anthony has a fucking nanny. Uh, oh, I bet oh, she'd man. be good if it wasn't her. Do we own. have any more of those? <laughs> There's plenty of them out there. Do, fill in the blanks with your own folks. Tweet about yeah, us. Fill in your blanks with your, yeah, tw- tweet your own. Tweet your own second chance fuck up. <laughs> oh man, second chance fuck up. Well, uh, that's like that's too bad. Uh, should we talk about the Bible? Yeah, let's, let's get into the Word people. of God now that we've let's well, cap so this bad boy off. Let's cap it off with no, nothing in the Bible technically that I've seen so far says that you can't text to someone to commit suicide. That's entirely right? true. Uh, something I've noticed about some of these laws, and we'll get to it, I know we kind of talked about it, was that Moses, well, first of all, uh, welcome to the Revelations podcast. I'm Cole Delusky. Yeah, I'm Grant DeVoist. We're the podcast that reads the whole Bible for you. Never pick up a Bible. Obviously. We're your church. Obviously. This, this is the purple Kool-Aid straight from the source, right? Obviously. You don't need no Pope. Obviously. We're your Pope now. Look at Obviously. me. I'm the Pope now. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Well, do you want to tell them where we're at? We're, uh, we're in Exodus 30 today. Uh, Woo wee. If you're sticking through us to that last episode, God bless you. Yes. But, uh, I told everyone on Twitter not to read it hmm. or not to listen. So <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad our marketing departments uh, <laughs> pay it off. I'm, um, I'm like the. Sometimes they respect an honest salesman. Yeah. Sometimes. I don't know. Um, Something I thought was interesting is that, and I don't know if it's going to make a difference, but a lot of these people consider the word of God to be inalienable, you know? Huh. That, um, you know, like, oh, if you see your neighbor's oxen, I mean, you need to interpret it to modern day living, but that these laws obviously don't really, a lot of these laws, not that we're, this isn't even an episode about laws, but just thinking about a little bit. where we're at, is that a lot of these laws were designed when the book was written, you know, uh, 
um, and I guess it's called Deuteronomical, Deuteronomical Times. I don't know. I'll look it up later. Pentateuchal. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But uh, you know, but for a bunch of people living in the desert, it wouldn't really uh, make sense to have any of these. Like, oh, if a man breaks into your house and steals your TV, do these guys have houses? Well, I, mean, I was going to get to that exact point in, uh, in this first chapter, so don't don't overdo it. Let's but not yeah. get into it too much. Not okay. right now, because I have a. There's a part in what we're about to read where that point you're making really stands out to me. So okay. we'll talk about it there. Um, All right, great. Yeah, so we're uh, in chapter thirty. And now, the thing about last episode was, it like we just were joking, it was pretty brutal in terms of the first half of the episode, or first two-thirds of the episode maybe, was just about how to build a tabernacle and an altar and yada, yada, yada. The second yeah. part of it was just about how to dress your priests. That was it. Which is important. Yeah, of course. I can't trust a priest to dress themselves. I'm glad that this is all. You can't. They'd just be covered right. in... Little boy skins. <laughs> you just you just see him. You're like, is that chain mail? It's like kind of, but instead of chain links, it's foreskins. Like pain mail. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do just a little bit more of that before we get back into the real good god drama. Um, Hopefully. So this chapter opens up, and sure enough, we're gonna talk about the incense altar. So yeah, God loves incense. God is basically a 14 year old emo girl. Well, that's what I thought at first. I was like, why? Then I realized, these Israelites smell like shit. <laughs> I did not they? make that connection. Probably, yes. Uh, their dicks probably reek of sheep, and they're just fucking covered in garbage all day long. They're I mean, out in the desert, sweating. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if All they, they eat is quail. <laughs> like, that can't <laughs> smell good when you sweat it out. Yeah, know. meat farts all day long. And it's not like there's any mention of them having access to bathing water. There's you know? just enough drinking water, I feel like. So, yeah, yeah it's rough out there. And I mean, that's why God wanted incense, because he doesn't want them stinking up the fucking tabernacle. It's, it's, it's got to be perpetual after Woodstock smell, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like whenever you... Whenever you burn the candle in your bathroom because you have guests over and you've just been fucking wrecking it. So he just wants that candle oh. burning. Um, right. Okay. So he, God basically, at the start of chapter 30, is explaining, okay, there's going to be an, an altar. Obviously, there's a bunch more gold involved because why not? Keisha, he loves that shit. This is why he made him steal all that gold. But basically, he's like, okay, you guys, in my, is it at the front of the tabernacle or inside the tabernacle you're gonna have to burn some incense you're gonna have to cover up that uh, fucking hippie stink you guys i think it's back where the ark is so just where god's at he's like you guys can go smell bad oh i actually it actually I, I can't remember where it says but i'm pretty sure it says it's right in front of that uh, veil that is yeah, between the, them and the holiest of holies yeah yeah where only the priest can go only moses yeah. um so that's the first little bit here and we talk about uh, each year aaron is going to make an atonement on the horns where the incense gets burned. Obviously, there's a bunch of blood involved. Obviously, gold, blood, incense. It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, for, uh, forever. And this is supposed to happen in, perpetu- in perpetuity. Now yeah, it gets we'll a little more fun. They do that shit. All right. So uh, we get, now we get to ransom money. <laughs> yes. So Which is it, an odd turn of phrase. It's so true. That's exactly what it says. So every time you take a census, which as far as I could tell was every year, right? Uh, or, yeah, yeah. Every year when they take a census, um, every single person has to pay a ransom to the Lord for his life, for their Mm. own life, um, whenever you get counted. And that way, you won't get any plagues. So this is basically ancient vaccines. 
<laughs> uh, pay to play fucking microtransactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God because is now- EA games saying you got to pay well, to no. win. Obviously, God is pharmaceutical companies now, right? They peddle this fake bullshit oh, vaccine. Right, yeah. He's like, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we're not going to cure your illnesses. We're just going to make you keep chipping in for the yeah, flu shot. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So it's the and, first flu shot. Scam. So everyone has to pay. It's so weird. It says that the rich have to give no more than half a shekel, and the poor are to not give less than half a shekel. Here's my question. Who is poor and who is rich? How did that happen? That is true. Weren't they all slaves? They're all slaves. They all stole the gold from the Egyptians. Have they already, like... Is it's whoever's the best thief? It's been, what, <laughs> maybe a few years? Since they left Egypt? I would think it's like, um, <laughs> I would assume it's like all black market economy type shit. It has like, to be. Uh, like whoever leaves, they're just like, all of a sudden, I, I bet it's like one guy just won a whole bunch of dice games and now he's the richest man in town. <laughs> it's it's insane. So yeah, they're all they're all paying God protection money. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, what's is that it skilled word? Racketeering. Labor? It's racketeering. Is it yeah. skilled labor maybe you think? Like there's the guys that when they were slaves, there was the dude who like was really good at I don't know, like, like Hammering. delivering, ki- delivering baby calves. Things, yeah. Oh, like, okay. so, he, so like he was like the he's like the calf nurse, and everyone needs him. So maybe he makes a bunch of money now. Or I something. feel like I feel like these people are so dumb that it could might just be the guy who can spit us a, a watermelon seed the farthest. And they're like, give that guy some fucking money. <laughs> Wait, what? How, what's dumb about that? That's fucking. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, they're like, give him money. And they're like, we need this to eat. And they're like, he can. Did you see? How, did you <laughs> see him spit that seed? Do you want him give to him kill the, you with a give with him the a fucking money? You know. Um, I don't know why you went with watermelon seed spitting, but I like it. I, yeah, I, think you're I right. had to think of an arbitrary like thing where I'm impressed. It's obviously reason, not seeds; it's it quail bones. Value. Yeah, but yeah. close enough. So yeah, so God's racketeering, uh, taking up all his protection money, going around. He's like, "Hey, uh, you got any money for me?" I hey, wonder what the whole point is of putting a top limit on the rich and a minimum limit on the poor. It makes sense. It, I think it's so that the rich don't feel obliged to overgive. Mm. Right, and it becomes like a like a a, a poor, rich off. The poor are obviously going to give as little as they can. Yeah, so, so I think that makes sense. everyone gives a half shekel. I guess mm-hmm. is what it boils down to. I don't know why. Which is kind of the opposite of how it is. Whereas like poor people are fucking shitty with their money and just blow it all on uh, bullshit Amazon purchases. Look at me. Look no farther than me. Yeah, that's what <laughs> saying. I'm personally I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> whereas the rich are like, don't worry, give us tax cuts, trickle down economics. And yeah, it'll be fucking, fine. I don't do that shit. None. Um, uh, so then that's done. Um, well, read thirty sixteen. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. It'll be a memorial for the Israelites. Mine calls the it tabernacle. So this is kind of like it's sort of like a forced payment to the temple. Is how my, my concordance kind of describes. So it's kind of like the first, it's kind of like that first little wicker basket around at church where everyone throws a fire in or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's this is if there ever was, this is a theocracy. So that's just taxes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So then the Lord spoke to Moses. Okay, now I need a laver of bronze. What the fuck is that? Like a basin or? Well, do you know any Spanish? Aren't you Puerto Rican Mexican? Laver, laver to wash. Oh. Hence, lavatory. Anyways, so it's yeah, it's a washing stand. Oh, all right. You just blew my mind. I never made the connection. I gotcha. Uh, so yeah, he makes this. Uh, so I, I feel the same way because I'm one of those guys that makes you take your shoes off when you come into my house. Yeah. 
but guys obviously going to take it a step further because he's like, okay, I need a basin full of water, and when Aaron and his sons come to worship me, you got to wash your feet and wash your hands before you come in and start, you know, molesting. Or the what? Or what will happen? Or they shall die. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty strict it. policy. They should put that in the fucking Olive Garden instead. <laughs> Tell their employees what to do. <laughs> Those motherfuckers, I know they don't wash their hands. <laughs> We're going to start offering all-you-can-eat employee. Gross. Uh, uh. So he's got a pretty strict policy. of Aaron. You need a big wash bin because if Aaron and his sons don't wash their hands and their feet thoroughly, and I mean fucking lather, uh, then they shall be fucking murdered by God. Indeed. Um, and, and obviously the laver is a bullshit gaudy thing. It's got the whole thing's got to be made out of bronze and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that actually is pretty non gaudy considering what we've been through. Like that's the only laid back piece. Well, that's because this one specifically for Aaron, his sons, where all the other shits for dirty dirt people. That's trickle down economics. It is. Um, So then they have the anointing oil, right? Yeah, what is anointing oil? Have you ever heard of this before? Is that yeah. something they touch on? And well, it's happened a lot because there was a part where uh, remember Jacob anointed that rock with oil after he ran from Esau, right? Um, so true. it's it's a recurring thing, and it's it's even still a thing. David gets anointed at one point. Uh, all the different prophets, I think, get anointed at one point or the other. But I don't so, know why. That's a so so they just this is the first like essential oil. Multi-level marketing Absolutely. scheme, you know. Yes. You got this very special oil. Uh, it involves 500 shekels of myrrh. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, a aromatic. Cinnamon, uh, cane sugar, cassia. I don't know what the fuck cassia is. Cassia is just a shrub that you find. It's like a fake-ass cinnamon, actually, is what I found. <laughs> it's bitch cinnamon. It, and like, olive yeah, oil. Like, whenever you get shitty cinnamon, that's what they use. It's huh. not real. It's weird because he already has cinnamon in there, so yeah. So, but they wanted to. It's, it's like whenever you mix baby powder in with your real coke. Oh, okay. So they're cutting much. it so they they're can make some it. money. Okay. Yes. It's like uh, it's like when you get like five hundred king crabs, you just throw in a bunch of codfish for as well. Yeah. yeah. Why are we mixing these two? And then of course um, one gallon of oil. So this is going to be like a paste. I feel like, right? With all that other shit. Because, uh, so there's 12 pounds. Well, there's myrrh. There's a 500 shekels of liquid myrrh. So we do have quite a bit of liquid. The oil, it's, I think, is... It's 12 pounds of myrrh. So that's like a gallon, probably. Right. And then half that amount of cinnamon. So already, that's pretty getting a little bit... Well, we'll, we'll make some and drink it for Christmas. And I was going to say, so one of the things that I want to talk about is that it specifically says at the end of this chapter that no one else can ever make this or they will be cut off from the people. Wait, if no one else can make it, why are we giving out the recipe? I'd be protecting it like the Coke. So you can make it for God. We just can't make it for us to enjoy. And then we would enjoy it. Part of the problem is that no one is quite certain what they meant by calamus, right? So is it, there's some people that say it's like a a snail, but shellfish are, or like a mollusk, but shellfish are like unclean, so it couldn't have been that. It's a whole thing. What are you referencing? What are you talking about? I did a bunch of research on this. Yeah, so but where, where's calamus? I don't calamus, see calamus is um, the 250 shekels of fragrant calamus. It's af- it's listed right after cinnamon. What does yours say? Oh, mine says cinnamon and 250 shekels of sweet-smelling cane. Yeah, see, that's they made that up because 
really what this really what the word means is more of a uh it's like this weird mollusky thing so they're not Um, they're trying to fill in the blanks to make it seem like well no that doesn't make sense um yeah i wonder if they even no one really no one knows where the fuck is sugar from isn't that from like latin america i have no fucking clue i mean no they had it before they had sugar before that they didn't have sugar. Sugar canes from Latin America. I yeah, thought. but you can get sugar from so many sorts. Whatever. I actually have no idea. Maybe the point. I don't know. The point definitely is that no one is one hundred percent certain. But mm-hmm. obviously, we'll make that like our life thing where we figure it out and make it, and so that we get cast out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever um, this is, uh, so basically, you have to take this oil and pour it all over all your shit to consecrate it. Gross. Just uh, you, yeah. right? Yeah, just. Bunch of guys greasing up all their shit, you know. And I don't even think soap's been invented, so it's just really gross. This is basically soap. Um, It shall not be poured on any man's flesh, which means you got to be real careful when you're poured it on shit. You can't touch anything because you get it on your skin. Yeah. Um, But anyone who makes this shall be cut off from their people and shall die. So cool. So God gets to smoke it, but no one else gets to enjoy it. Yeah, it's that good stuff. Oh, that's Uh, no, sorry. It's the f- incense that we're about to talk about that you can't make for pleasure. The no, anointing oil. Here. Whoever compounds any like it or whoever puts any on an outsider shall be cut off from his oh. people. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. it's secret. It's a um, it's secret sauce. It's probably just Thousand Island dressing. But um, and then we get to the incense, which is made of gum rosin, onicha, and galabanum. So onicha, I think, is the stuff that I'm thinking of that they didn't know what it is. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, yeah, you're mistaken, because the sweets, my concordance specifically says, uh, Onicha, the shell of a shellfish gathered only on the coast of the Red Sea and largely yeah, used yeah, for yeah. Arab perfumery. But it's confusing. I don't know, I think that's how you say that word. Anyways. Fuck you. Arab, maybe? Is what you're looking for? <laughs> Did you say Arab? What did I say? You said Arab. What do you call it? Arab? Arabs. <laughs> I can't say that. That's what I they feel- are. I don't know. How would you pronounce it? Arab. Arab. <laughs> no, you can't say that, dude. We're going to jail. <laughs> what are you okay. <laughs> um, anyways, so, so, there's a lot of uh, contention with that point about the shellfish because obviously shellfish are super not kosher. You can't have them, they're dirty. Yeah, and then uh, frankincense really is a gum resin obtained from trees in southern Arabia. Arabia? <laughs> okay. Wherever the fuck Jafar is from. So um, so you beat some of it very fine, and you burn it in the fucking holiest of holies, and God loves that shit. Yeah, he smokes that shit every day. But it's you, God yeah, and Johnny but Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't make any of it for yourself, so you got to find your own incense, not mine. It's only for me. He is a really a jealous God. He wasn't how many pe- How many people do you think made it without, with like one less ingredient that was kind of... You know, <laughs> I wonder anyways. if they make it if they add one more ingredient. It's still Ooh. not the same shit. <laughs> and, I, and I peed in this. <laughs> uh, and then I'll add a little bit of uh, you Dude, know, cinnamon. Right. And if you're lavender. off a little bit, it's not add the a same fucking thing. little bit of lavender. You're just fine. Some sandalwood. Fuck. We need to find someone who's well versed in God's copyright law and <laughs> see <laughs> what the rules yep. are. So that's chapter uh, thirty, huh? Thank God. Yeah, now we're chapter thirty. Now we're actually done with all the instructions when it comes to altars and oils and incense and how to build things and how to priest yourself. Very important to God. But we're over it. 
Now we're in Exodus 31, the artisans for building the tabernacle. This is obviously very important. So this is funny because it says here that God goes to Moses and says, all right, so I'm at this point, you have to remember, it's this is why Moses is up there for so long. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting explained all these things. And God tells him, all right, I chose uh, Bezalel, who is the son of Uri, uh, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah, of course, because Judahs are the big ones now. Mm-hmm. And I gave him the spirit of God with wisdom, with understanding, and basically knowledge to, to do artistic work, right? So God says, I imbued him with all the power to be the ultimate craftsman just so he can make my shit. Which yeah. makes me it makes me wonder, like, why would God give him that? And then God just made me only sort of bad at video games, but love them. Like, <laughs> that's I was all gonna I say, have. So so the gist is is that uh God gives Moses these instructions. Okay, you gotta build a table, you gotta build a fucking tabernacle, you gotta get a tent, this lather, stuff, stuff, stuff. And then on top of that, I'm gonna take this guy over here, Balala Bezalel. And I'm going to make him good at making shit so I'm doubly sure that he can get this shit done. Why did they give him such a sweet demon name? Right? Bezalel? It's a fucking There's, badass yeah. devil name. Um, and then he also gets a Holyab, uh, the son of uh, some dude. Oholiab. Oholiab, son of Ahasamak. These are all important people. Of the tribe of Dan. So he takes a Judah, he takes a Dan, he's like, all right, I'm going to teach you guys how to make shit. Chop, chop, chop. chop. It, the best I, part I'm is assuming... that he says, I made Oholiab to be his assistant. Like <laughs> He's like, I gave him middling skills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm assuming he just made him watch 30 hours of uh, like this old house. Uh, I like, like, all right, we know how to fucking do this shit. I like that God is just imbuing these random individuals with like masterful abilities to craft things, but couldn't make Abraham not be a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you had why? the ability. Why? I would teach you the art of sanding and carving. Like, oh, cool. But, but like, Abraham just has to be a piece of shit? Like, you couldn't give him, like, a little bit more courage or something? Nah, I'm sure Abraham made uh, very good tableware. Uh shit. But, so, the, uh, the point of this is what my concordance states, is that they were uniquely gifted and chosen for God for the crucial task of fashioning, constructing the fucking tabernacle. But basically just that these holy items, despite in-depth ikea level instructions still were not capable of the kind of craftsmanship to get this shit done for god he really really cares about all the uh yeah to make special boys for it yeah 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 um but another thing is interesting is this the idea that like you can give someone a task and fill them with the ability to perform that task and that this is kind of like a reference to god's mercy that he raises people up so it's kind of like you know like when like um Kanye West praises God for his latest song about cheating on his wife and shit that, you know, this is that truly Kanye L Yeezy is sort of a medium for God's will and his voice. Yeah, I agree. Kanye yeah. is the modern day, uh, Bezalel for, for reals. And you know, who I would think is the modern day, a Holyab, is, uh, Takashi six, nine. I just really got into him recently. Oh, I was going to say extantation. <laughs> but he got brought back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm into that shit now, in case you're wondering how gangster I am lately. Hmm. No face tats, though. I'm kind of upset. Yeah, but I, uh, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about dying my teeth. So You should get a bunch of bees, bees on your face. <laughs> That'd be kind of hmm. cool. 
So, uh, so basically he anoints these guys and makes them all holy and teaches them how to do shit. Uh, 31.12 starts the laws of the Sabbath. And in case you're wondering, God really takes the Sabbath pretty fucking seriously. This is the third reference. Time that they told us to do it. Yeah. Well, it's part of the Ten Commandments. It's part of his laws. And then it's also part of this. Yeah, we covered it, I think, Genesis, like Exodus, hmm. like 20 thereabouts. 20 I wonder if it's because... A lot of different people collaborated to write this. That's not yeah, possible, though. He just keeps bringing up the Sabbath. No, this was all just Moses, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and I'll just sum it up. He basically says, hey, guys, um, just so we're clear, I know I've said this again, but I'm going to make it fucking clear. Work shall be done for six days, and then you chill on the seventh. I don't want to have to repeat myself. I hate to say that I can't, you know, I don't want to have to keep doing this to you, but if I see another guy digging on Sunday, I'm going to murder him. Yeah, and all these European countries are like going to a four-day work week. That's how you know they're libtards. <laughs> That's too much Sabbath. I'll That's kill them too. Three you know? days of Sabbath? I specifically said a six-day work week. Who do you yeah. think you are? God said six-day work week, 10 hours a day. That's a 60-hour work week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I made mm-hmm. up the 10 hours part, but I'm assuming it was at least that, right? Yeah. Like, what are they else they got going on? What are you taking time off for? Exactly. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So now things get interesting. Can we get to that part? Yeah. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So chapter 32. We're done with chapter 31. Well, hold on. Now, That's how far you're going to jump ahead? Yeah. It's the Sabbath. That's the end of it. Uh, well, I mean, well, you haven't even finished it off. You're going to finish it. If you're going to give him a reach around, done? you finish him off. Okay. Well, right. I'll add this. So, the one interesting thing about the end of the rest of 31 here is that Yes, while it is reiterating the Sabbath laws, now it kind of breaks out specifically what honoring the Sabbath means. Right. So that that is it is useful. This is the fucking meat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the Sabbath is a sign of in the same way that a circumcised dick is the sign of God's covenant with Abraham and the rainbow is the sign of God's covenant with Noah, the Sabbath is a sign of God's covenant with Israel. Do you think the Israeli women were jealous that the only way they could sort of get circumcised was by observing the Sabbath, that they weren't, they didn't get to cut off part of their genitals? They probably were. They probably yeah. were like, oh, these guys get lucky. They get to have this special agreement with God where they get to snip their penises, and we just get to take Sundays off. We yeah, should Muslim, find our own way of doing it. Muslims are lucky because they get to do female genital <laughs> mutilation, too. <laughs> Like bonus I fucking hate you for bringing that up. I hate, I hate female genital mutilation. I I, I don't Obviously. like to get too serious. So it's fucked up, but it's one of those things where I really think it's one of the worst things that's going on in the world today. I'll give, I'll agree. Yeah, absolutely. I remember. I don't know. I really think of it as like one of the most fucked up shit that people could do to their children. It was like, oh yeah, snip off this clit. It's so dangerous. Um, it that makes I me remember, shiver with horror every time I. I don't even have a clitoris, but I can imagine. Kind like of it's one of those things that if I if uh, I felt the need, like if I that's one of those things I'd protest. Abortion, fine by me, but female genital mutilation's fucked up. Yeah, I remember thinking about um. Uh, this is a tangent, but uh, who's Bruce Willis's daughter? I think her name is Willow. It's his daughter with uh, Debbie Moore. That's Willow Smith. That's Will Smith's daughter. <sighs> I don't fucking know then. Shit. Uh, no, no, no. Willow Smith isn't a person. Oh, shit, you're right. Willow Smith is a person. I keep thinking. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Idiot. Willow Willis? Are you retarded? Is that oh, not shit. a name? I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> Damn it. You... Uh, Children. Uh, he has five, including Rumor Willis. That's who you're probably thinking of. Maybe. She's I don't the know. only famous one. Anyway, 
the whole point was is that she was protesting that Instagram doesn't allow nudes by walking around New York City like shopping for vegetables and having free the nip, dude. Free the yeah, nipple. free the nip. But my point was that she was like, I'm gonna protest the fact that a for free app doesn't allow nudity. And I was like, you realize that women are getting their fucking vaginas snipped, right? Like, if there's anything that's less important to protest, I can't think of it. But there are atrocities being occurred now. I'll say two things. Yes, you're technically right, but also it's okay to want more than one thing to happen. I guess. I, I don't know. I just and 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 she to me it f- would make me feel pathetic to. I mean, be like female- I'm a I'm a fucking icon for feminism, and you're gonna do something for, that's fucking. I almost did what you did. <laughs> I don't shit. know. That's like saying that you should be mad at vegans because they protest the eating of. Uh, Ducks. Well, ducks aren't eating as much as cows. Why don't they just protest cows? Like, I, I, I don't know. I see where you're coming from. You think it's, well... It's a little petty, but eh, whatever. We obviously maybe. shouldn't get caught up in this. Yeah, you're right. Okay, um, I guess I guess I'm going to walk it back then, because... We both... Yeah. We'll both walk it back where I get where you're coming from. That it is... It seems petty compared to a lot of the horrors. Downright horrors that are happening elsewhere. Right. But America has nearly eradicated female genital mutilation. Although I was hearing going to come back. I heard that. I heard that actually unironically. Uh, that's a th- um, real thing. I guess I, I was wa- reading this thing on Reddit about, uh, this woman was on like our XX two X chromosomes or whatever. Sure. I know what you're talking about. And she was like, she's like, I'm from Iran and we're protesting for women's rights and blah, 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 blah. blah. It just seems like basically she was saying that she finds it disheartening that, uh, all the protests that she sees making a big deal on Reddit are based around, like, um, free the nip. She basically was railing against free the nip because she was like, how can women see themselves as feminists spending all day long arguing that they should be able to expose their breasts when here in Iran I can't even expose my, like, neckline without being, like, stoned to death or some shit, you know, when they're trying to fight the hijab or whatever. Is that what they call that thing? That I mean, short of like going to war with Iran, I don't know yeah, what that was fucking the, do about it. And that was kind of the point was like, listen, that sucks and all, but that's kind of your problem. There's really something I can do about it. These, these are, I'm protesting literally the things that affect you pro- me. You can protest Islam if you want, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> or at least radical Islam, of course. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a, that's too big of an umbrella. But um, I guess, I guess it's, I guess I'm going to take it all back because I guess it's fair that you should be able to. Yeah, trying and I'm to gonna protest apologize. the things that affect you, as opposed to having to protest the things that affect people that have nothing to do with you. But I don't I, know. I want to apologize funny. to our audience for pulling us down this rabbit hole just by mentioning circumcision. Yeah, don't or, ever uh, fucking <laughs> talk about female genital <laughs> mutilation. I care deeply about that shit. Okay. I Unfortunately, that's about the only do, thing I care about. Let's do a tour, maybe, where we go and combat it, hand to hand combat it. Here's what we'll do: we'll do some undercover Chris Hansen shit. Where we get like a, uh, we try to shop around for a. We're like, hey, listen, we need some circumciser. So, and then whatever we do, we just come there like the Punisher and punch them in the fucking face, cut off their yeah. nose a little bit. We'll snip off their fucking dick. We'll be like, how thing. do you like this? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole actually, I heard thing. about it. There's also ladies that do it. Oh, uh, there was a UK like doctor. There was a UK doctor who was lady who was performing uh, circumcisions, but she was from like I don't know Syria or Yemen or some shit where it was done. Yeah. And she came to the UK and she's like, I just thought that was cool. I just, I just doing what I do, you know. Hmm. In her case, we should circumcise her, and then we'll be like, oh shit, we'll become what we hate. <laughs> That's you always I don't know do, what right? Do. I don't know what to do. That's why I hate being cool. Because one I don't day I know I'll... how Spider Man felt when he had to fucking 
murder bone saw or whatever. <laughs> didn't fucking happen. Anyways, um, <laughs> Jesus, we are in a bad place right now. Can we go to chapter 32, please? It's more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. We talked about the uh, Sabbath. No, shut up. You missed the part shut, where he gives Moses shut. two tablets of the testimony, tablets okay. of stone written with the finger of God. So he gives him the Ten Commandments. So No, no, no. It says the covenant law. That means everything. Right? Okay. Yeah. But it was so written remember with his own earlier finger. we talked about this. We talked about it earlier uh, a few uh. episodes back. So he it wasn't just the Ten Commandments. It's two ta- everyone always just has the Ten Commandments on two tablets. No, it says the covenant law, which is chapter like let's see here. Chapter like, twenty one, like twenty two, twenty three. 20 and yeah 21 22 and 23 so there's a shitload written on these tablets so it's some it's some fine print and just moses is carrying them okay and and these are essentially (laughs) i'm gonna press uh, dealt but these are essentially the uh this is the written contract and it symbolizes literally the written document the legal document that combines the uh god's com was it covenant with this israel this is the Constitution that's going to be sitting in the Library of Congress or wherever it is. Right. All right. So he has it on the tablets, walking back down the mountain. Now, remember, before we get into this next part, how long was he up there, Cole? I have no idea. 40 days. Oh, he was up there 40 days. Okay, you're right. Yeah. They, yeah. Meant so there for 40 days. days, he was up there having this stupid-ass conversation, which really, let's let's face it, um, how long did you spend? So this is about three episodes worth of material. How long did it take you to research all this? Like a couple uh, hours? I think this is the sign of like how like meetings go in like the business world. We're like, you know, this really should be a memo. And they're like, <laughs> no, no, no. A, 40. a four a four day fucking conference what? to cover this? This should be a fucking email. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? This was a rate of like now granted, maybe God has a weird language that's a little bit slower, but this is a rate of like maybe, I don't know, ten words a day or something. Fifty I words. I bet it a was day. like a I bet it was like a crackly radio. Uh, uh, where God's like, okay, did you hear that? Repeat it back to me. And then because Moses can barely talk, it's just like... Oh, uh, yeah, he's a stupid tongue. Because God can make excellent artisans to make his tabernacle, but he can't even give the dude that's going to deliver his people from Egypt a decent tongue. Can't even make... So So the, 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 the head artisans now have the best artisan skills, but the guy who's the chief talker for God can't fucking talk. All right. <laughs> oh, good, man. Good, good work, God. This is... It worse than any soap opera I've ever heard of. Nailed I don't know. It. I've never watched a soap opera, so it's easy to say that. Um, Let's get to the, the meat, baby. Please. Chapter 32. Thank God. It's been 40 days. What's going on at the bottom of the mountain? So we know what's happening up there. Moses is talking with God. They're shooting the shit. They're talking about... I assume uh, they're just getting fucked up high. They're, they're talking about... It's taking so long. <laughs> probably. <laughs> smoking the good He's like, stuff, what if... God let him taste the good incense. I'm dude. assuming that's what it is. They're smoking incense, and like Moses <laughs> is just like, what if like your oxen kills a dude? And they're like, oh. <laughs> what if what if Moses is helping him hammer it out? Shower yeah. thought style. Shower thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just brainstorming for... So uh, Moses is up there forever, 40 days, over a month, and finally comes walking back down the mountain. But... No, he's not walking back down the mountain. He's about to. He is. In the meet, so that's like what's happening. He's walking back down. Now let's like, talk about what's happening in the meantime. So, so, so it's kind of like an aside, also happening. So we're kind of going back in time a little bit. Yeah, we're doing like a Game of Thrones thing. So we left Moses. He's like, "All right, you take those tablets, and uh, all right, we're good." And they're in the midst of talking, and we'll we'll talk when we get back out to them. But 
So the people, they see Moses go up in this mountain, there's a bunch of smoke, a bunch of fire. It's been over a month, and they're starting to get a little antsy. And Why not? Yeah. Wouldn't you, know. you? 40 days. How yeah. long do you think? It doesn't say how long it took him to crack, does if it? If my dad left for 40 days, I'd assume he's gone for good. I would think he was just getting cigarettes. He'd be right back. <laughs> uh, so the people go to Aaron, you know, Moses is number two, essentially. And they go, listen, 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 listen. We need a new God. Um, we need you to make us a new one uh, so that we can worship it uh, and have a God that got us out of Egypt and shit. Which doesn't here's really follow, but. Here's what I couldn't figure out. Uh, wasn't Aaron like up the mountain with him? Not all the way, but like most of the way up and all the other leaders. No, I think Aaron and the elders went up with him. They saw God. They saw his sapphire placemat. And then Moses went up specifically to speak. Oh, okay. And, kind and of they, they went back down. Him. Yeah, I, only Moses goes to speak with okay. God. So Aaron, I know they weren't speaking with him, but I thought they were like part of the way there, just chilling. Just 40 you, days of them just chilling there, nodding their heads now. Clearly, according to this story, that's not the case because nope. Aaron's still down there. So Aaron, who's a fucking idiot, is like, yeah, all right. I mean, he's only talked to God like 80 times at this point or been in his presence. It's true, but I don't think he's an idiot. He was there for the leprosy thing. So let's talk about, first off, do you want to cover what what he does for them? And then Um, I want to explain what I learned about this. Okay, so I'll just break it down. The people go to Aaron and be like, listen, obviously it's been 40 days. God has forsaken us. I need you to make us a new God. And Aaron's like, okay... Uh, I need all, I need a fuck ton of gold. Go take from your wives, their earrings and your sons, their earrings, your daughters, bring all their gold to me. And he fashioned a golden calf out of a molding and busted it out. And was like, all right, guys, this is your God. O Israel that brought you out of the land of Egypt. And basically he's like, let's fucking have a feast for this new God. He's so hot right now. And everyone made some burnt offerings and they all started eating and drinking and Exodus thirty-two six. Uh, Don't go too all, far. Don't go too far. Well, I'm gonna let me just come and we'll come back. But they all created burnt offerings for the god, sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Um, Indulgent revelry I have, which is way more fun than playing. Yeah, mine specifically says that the word to play was the Hebrew verb sahak. I think I'm pronouncing, uh, but it specifically oh, means like soccer. They played soccer. No, they fucked. They oh. just had a. They had an orgy. <gasps> Woo! Okay, <laughs> I'm down. So it was so, some afternoon delight type play. First off, I want to say I I want to see a billboard with Aaron on it, uh, offering calf for gold. <laughs> yeah, cash for gold. Everyone, well, I okay. get it. Uh, so let's talk about this bowl. Uh, the first thing that I did. Now I've heard this story at least a billion times. Not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I know all about it. I know about you're what they're going to do. I know you're no, no, I never have. Billion. Swear to bull. <laughs> so they, I've heard this story a billion times, and I, I know it inside out. I never asked this question until we were reading it for this, and I finally got on Google and started. I don't want to admit that I was using Google to search. Of course, I have something more scholarly than <laughs> you that. You checked Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I get used the Google Scholar. Here. <laughs> so the point is that I started searching, why a bull? You know? And here's okay. the funny thing. If you search into Google, why did Aaron make a bull for the Jews, for the Israelites? Uh-huh. None of them are why he made a bull. They're all, why did they make something? And it's always, okay. well, the, they were they had too much doubt in their hearts, and they didn't believe God. It's all these Christian oh, answers. Well, 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 they just didn't have enough faith or courage. 
But no one says why they made a bull until, of course, you go to Wikipedia, which is a bit more of a It's going to blow your mind, but my concordance specifically has like a whole paragraph about why it's a calf. But you do okay. your thing. Well, I have it. I have okay. it, too. So there's a lot of possibilities here. That's the thing. Um, in Egypt, where they just came from, there was Apis, which was a bull god. Is that what your concordance says? Uh, no. Uh, so specifically mine says that a sacred bull or calf was common common to pagan fertility in religion. So, um, mm, no, it's a sun God and a night God actually. Well, this, this I mean, they might be coming to a stupid different concordance. concordance. My fucking stupid concordance says that, um, that they basically were like, they create a fertility God, which would have been common to these people. And, if, and we have to remember, these aren't all Israelites. Sure. There's a lot of Egyptians bringing their own shit, and for them to bring up another god that's now standing next to them, that's their whole fucking deal. That's all they know is, uh, what is it, pol- pol- polytheism? Polytheism. Yeah. So polytheism is just what they're into, you know, so it, would be not, it, it wouldn't even be the same kind of insult to be like, oh, and also this god's up there with God. It's kind of a new thing that God's like, no, 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 just me, just me. What's fascinating is that not only was there the Egyptian one, there was also the Babylonian god Marduk. And you've probably heard that name. It's also a like death metal band, which is a right. sweet fucking name for a death metal band. Uh, and backstory. So Marduk is this like bull god. Um, and then you have also what's super interesting. So there's El, right? You've heard of El. We've mm. talked about it. Yeah, El is, El is From like... From Death Note? No, no, E-L. Like the <laughs> Spanish word for the uh, okay. masculine. Um, so it's a Northwest Semitic word that means God, literally. Um, okay. and the Israelites have used it at points. There's points in, Oh, in El Elohim or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Here's the thing. Uh, and a lot of, man, I'm going to get this wrong and someone's going to s- listen to it. Let me <laughs> someday. The point is <laughs> one day someone might listen. His symbol was a bull initially. That's the point. So this is actually their God. Uh, okay. Okay. The Israelite God, the North Semitic God, El, was represented by a bull. You never hear that. Like I. So I, I is it that they're still how... worshiping quote unquote God, but they consider him to be a bull, and they're making a physical statue of him? I don't know. I guess oh. it's kind of insane. It's that it they are worshiping the God up that mountain potentially, because as far as they know, he's supposed to look like a bull. What I think is also interesting is that. We're going to get into, uh, so spoiler alert, God is not a fan, but <laughs> if I'm understanding this correctly, <sighs> Moses is up there for 40 days. It, it, the Bible is written like a bag of shit right now because it kind of keeps repeating itself. Yeah. So. Cause he's already come down sort of, so, right? Uh, according if you, if you read the Bible literally, then he comes down he talks to people, he goes up, he talks to people. But the way I think it actually is, is that he goes up for 40 days no, he must. Have, he must have made multiple trips because he comes he down. Did. He's immediately pissed. So maybe they just don't. Know, maybe maybe the left hand doesn't know what the right. It's right's just doing. really bad storytelling. Because the way I think about it is that Moses is up there getting the Ten Commandments and all the rules from God. He's spending four days to hash it out, and then is getting pissed at the Israelites for breaking laws that they are not aware of yet, because Moses hasn't come down from the mountain to tell them. I feel like they already had a rule against making calf or making uh idols see but, or I, did they? I i don't it's the, t- the it's one of the ten commandments and it's in the laws is that there shall not be a statue made of my it, image it was already established that um they established that with like jacob 
Remember when no, they, they got rid they got rid of all the house gods? That was kind of the implication. It's they not written out as explicitly. Gods, but it's not written out explicitly, yeah. But they said but the, even back then when God made his covenant with Jacob, he there's a mention of you will not have any physical gods. I I thought that was it, it. I would have to hunt it down. I obviously I can't. know what you're talking about that they buried the uh Ter- yeah, teraphims. It's made out pretty clear that you're not supposed to have physical gods, I, I think. I mean, I would interpret it as such, but my point is is that I'm kind of don't give a shit about what happened with Jacob. It, you that's know? also been 600 years or whatever, so yeah. Yeah. For uh, my, my point, years. My point My point. being is that God is essentially making these rules. He's like, I and no more bump stocks. And then they come down there and people are just firing them in the crowd. He's like, hey, 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 I made those illegal. And they're like, well, these are grandfathered in, obviously. He's like, no, you give them up. <laughs> you know, yeah. like my point is, is that in my interpretation, Moses is up there for forty fucking days, getting the Ten Commandments and all the laws, and then he comes down there, and people are all breaking laws that they're not aware of yet. I agree. And the other thing is that they made the bull that is the representative of El, their god, I believe, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like, just they're they want anything. They just see a lot of fire and shit. Moses isn't coming back. How right. do we appease him? Is what they're panicking. And and Aaron, their only leader, says, "Yeah, let's do it." And hey, he's the fucking right hand man of Moses. If he thinks it's cool, why not? You the know? way I How thought do- about it was like, uh, imagine, imagine uh, my girlfriend's like, "Hey, can you go get a pizza?" I'm like, "Okay," and then I go out for pizza, and then I come back, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I, I um, I made some chicken tenders." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck? I was just I mean- out getting this shit." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, no, but I got hungry and I was worried. I, I didn't think you'd ever come back." I made chicken tenders and fucked the neighbor. Like, like I'm good. <laughs> I was gone 15 minutes. <laughs> well, like, it was a uh, quick one. <laughs> uh, uh, like, uh, send me up. You know, you, you basically, Moses is like, okay, I'm going to go talk to God and get all his mercy and laws. And I'm like, okay. And, they, and he's gone. And they're like, he's never coming back. We got to make, <laughs> make our own mercy, God, and laws. You know, we well, do 40 days is not quite 15 minutes, I will point out. Yeah, I mean, what's he even eating up there? I think he's dead. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> <laughs> what are any of us doing? Um, so, uh, Ugh, so there's the worst part. So basically, we have a giant orgy happening at the base of the mountain over a fucking calf. That's the best part. Now comes the worst part. <laughs> yeah, they're just pouring fucking quail all over their bodies. <laughs> oil, probably. Yeah, yeah. God help them if they use that anointed oil as lube. That's not. Well, they don't know how to make it yet. Oh, that's right. They don't know shit. Uh, okay. So God senses it with his Jedi mind powers, and he goes, oh, shit. I need you to go down there and go to the people because they have corrupted themselves. Yeah, they've turned quick away from what I commanded them, which you didn't yet. Um, they made themselves an idol, blah, blah, blah. Basically, God recaps what we just read. But then he says, this is the crazy part. God says, I have seen these people. He told Moses, and they are a stiff necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. You, Moses alone, I will turn into a great. So we're going to start from scratch. Here's the uh, thing. It's the Noah. It's the Noah protocol. It is. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. I am a bastard when it comes to playing the Sims, and I am okay. a more rational God than this. <laughs> I I don't often just immediately like I imagine it's just like there's a big red button that just says flush and <laughs> his hand just kind of keeps moving in that direction. <laughs> like he just he just kind of fiddling it's with it. It's so arbitrary and cruel. 
millions of people, millions of people in the desert. He's going to kill all of them because they made a gold statue. It's a uh, and. And here's the thing: he's wrong. Ape shit on this thing, but, but he's literally wrong because Moses says, "No, don't do that. Let me yeah. go fix it." So, as we recall in the previous couple of chapters, God equates the people of Israel to His firstborn son. He's like, "These are my firstborn," and I'm obviously a, a killable thing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's the equivalent of like an honor killing, you know? Like, uh, no one, no one cuts off my daughter's head except for me. I say, <laughs> I'm the one that fucking does it. Well, um, that is fair. Like, God is officially like, you know what? I've I'm so sick of these goddamn Israelites. I'm going to kill them myself. And Moses has to be the one that's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill the fuck out, bro. You're just going to kill everyone again? He's like, don't worry. It, to me, it's like, um, oh, man, I'm just making a connection. It's like uh, Rick and Morty, the pilot. When uh, he, Pretty yeah. Now, we're yeah. talking a lot more audience now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the 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 opening of the first pilot episode when he's like Morty get out of bed uh, I'm gonna drop a bomb we're gonna start a new planet you're gonna be Adam and Eve <laughs> and Morty's like don't do it don't do it I'm gonna stop you I'm gonna stop you that's exactly what's happening here I think you're right I wonder if they were low key referencing this yeah because Moses hears that which must be quite Whoa. the sort of uh, it must be kind of quite the thing when you like worship a guy and he's your idol and he's helped you out. And then it's like when your cult leader shoots his first congregation, you're like, oh, oh, this isn't just a cool guy. We sing songs out in the woods. We're, we're killing people now, huh? <laughs> Dude, we need we need to do a drunk 4th of July episode where we watch the entirety of Rick and Morty and pulling out of the biblical tropes in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moses basically goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to kill all of the people? Um, uh, Exodus 32, 11. And then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God and said, Lord... Why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with a great and mighty power? Um, and basically he's like, he's like, why would you bring all these people out of Egypt and do all this shit if you're just going to fucking kill them in the desert? But here's the part that convinces God, and this is what blows my mind. This is so upsetting. 32, 13? No, tw- episode, or, uh, verse 12. Okay. Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil intent that he brought them out to kill them in mountains and to wipe them off the face of the earth? So basically, the way that he convinces God is by saying, but what will the Egyptians think? <laughs> Newsflash for everyone out here who hasn't, isn't aware of this yet. The Egyptians have no written record of any of this. So. <laughs> womp womp. I think it's also interesting is that God did all those shitty fucking plagues on the Egyptians because he wanted to show them his distinction for Israel. He's like, I'm going to fuck you guys up. And I'm going to treat Israel so good so you can see how good I treat Israel. And then the second he gets them out there, you know what it's like? It's like when a uh, it's like when a vengeful mother there's a divorce and she's like she wants custody and she's just uh, like I'm taking him he loves me and he's like no he hates you I'm taking my kid and then the second they get alone she starts beating him too you know <laughs> it's like this is why you wanted primary custody to put cigarettes out on me like what the fuck is going on well here? it's a lot more mobile than an ashtray yeah but basically he's like I thought the whole point of all this shit beforehand was to show the Egyptians that you're a powerful God and are protecting Israel. And then the first thing you're going to do at the drop of a hat, I might say is wipe them from the fucking earth. But he just appeals to his ego. That's all he does. Yeah. And it was that easy. It works. Well, then there's Exodus 32, 13, which is where Moses is like, Hey, didn't you fucking make a pact with Abraham, Isaac and Israel that you would multiply their descendants and 
make this news of stars. Uh, isn't killing two million of them kind of defeat the fucking purpose? <laughs> I mean, I guess it t- still technically would be their offspring if you started from scratch. But yeah, yeah, it would be pretty messed up. So uh, third to fourteen, God basically goes, mm, "You make a fair point." Here's the thing: they conveniently then pull Joshua out of all of this because Joshua's going to be a hero later, right? So right. we can't have him associated with this bullshit rabble rousing going on. I'm assuming Joshua was just hanging out out of earshot, was kind of just like like his bodyguard. For 40 days? 40 yeah. days. He's just hanging out there, twiddling just some, doing a Rubik's Cube or some shit. Eating scrub brushes. See, mm-hmm. I thought Joshua was with Aaron and the rest of them. I thought they were all chilling there. No, Anyways, I think I, I guess... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interpret it as that Aaron was down there with the people getting his dick wet. And Joshua was kind of just like hanging out in the middle of the mountain, like playing a hoop stick, you know. And um, Joshua's going to be my favorite character. Yeah, you keep saying that, but <laughs> yeah, but he has like a American name, so it's fine. <laughs> um, so basically, to me, it's like uh, it's like like the neighbors are making a bunch of noise, and you see your drunk husband grab the gun. You're like, stop, stop, don't do it, don't do it. You just try to wrestle it from him. So Moses uh, is able to get uh, God to calm the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, barely. He basically just uh, narrowly averts a mass genocide of his own people. Like, this is what God will do to his own children. He'll kill them for nothing. Yeah. Makes me kind of glad. <laughs> friends like these, right? Yeah. I'm glad I'm a uh, Gentile. So he gives Moses his testimony. He's like, all right, you better just, you, all right, Moses, you go deal with them. Uh, and he gives them the commandments and the tablets of testimony or whatever. And he goes down and he meets Joshua, who's kind of been hanging out and been hearing all the rabble coming from downstairs. Yeah, the sex sounds. <laughs> the squelchy noises. Yeah, it's like he's got, he's got like 50 different videos from Pornhub opened on one browser, right? <laughs> and he's just listening yeah. to it all. <laughs> it just sounds like someone dumping a whole dump truck full of hot dogs onto the hot asphalt, you know? Man, now I really uh, want to hear that exact sound. So Joshua Oddly. hears the noise, and he's like, hey, I think there's a war going on down there. I think we're under attack. And um, Moses goes, no, that's not the sound of victory. It's not the sound of defeat, but the sound of singing. Um, yeah, and he they, knows. He knows they, the sound of a party, dude. Wink. Yeah, he's... Remember, he was, a, in a ri- he was a rich Egyptian for a while. He, yeah, knows, he knows about he's orgies. Like, he's like, I know the slap of orgies. <laughs> That's two million people screaming, I'm coming! <laughs> in unicism. In they get down there, and, and Moses gets right to business, right? So he sees the calf, as God told him, right? God right. told him what was going to be there. Immediately takes it, burns it, right? Melts the calf, presumably, and ground, grinds the gold to a powder. And, and then, then he, he takes all the gold, scatters it into the water, and makes them fucking drink it. I mean, this is the uh, biblical equivalent of like when your dog pisses on the fucking rug and you just rub his face in it, you know? Or your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, he also breaks the Ten Commandments just in a fit of rage. Those aren't even yours, Moses. You know what I mean? Yeah, God literally hand wrote those. That's no big deal. No, these are God's yeah. hand. Oh, this is the word of God. Ah, oh, you guys add this. He just breaks his shit. You know, it's like a certain someone I know who just constantly breaks his own do things. You, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good joke. Uh, do you think that it's because he's mad at God? Let's get let's let's psycho, psychoanalyze this. So he makes it like a big show of him being mad at his at the Israelites. I think he's pissed at God. Well, I think. So one, if I were Moses, I'd be pissed at God too. My concordance specifically states that whole shit with like Moses or like God be like, oh, I'm going to kill all of them and Moses stopping him. 
was another test, like the win he gave to Abraham when he was going to destroy Sodom. Yeah. You know, he's like, I'm going to kill every last one of them. And Abraham's like, whoa, bro. Calm but then the God did. Down. Yeah, then he did. But do God it. did do it. So. You know, it's like when you know a guy and you think he's cool and then he has a couple of drinks one day and then just starts like beating up a hobo and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, I didn't. I thought we were, I need to disassociate myself quickly. I thought you were cool and it kind of, uh, kind of got a dark side to him, a little bit mean. For um, sure. I think the other thing was is that those tablets sort of signify God's pact with Israel. And Moses comes down, and the first thing they're doing is basically doing violating the contract. That's the first fucking thing they're doing. So him breaking it is kind of like him tearing up the fucking contract. Yeah, like, well, we can't even we can't even do step one, really. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that was like the first commandment, right, that they broke, first or second. Uh, not to shit, not I to have any gods before him or whatever. I'm not a Republican senator. I'm not expected to know the Zing, commandments. you're not a uh, you're not I'm the not front trying yard of an front. Oklahoma courthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not Oklahoma. Here's the funny part. Uh, most there, it's all pretty funny, but this part's especially funny. He goes to Aaron. He's like, "All right, why did you do this? Why did you lead them in, down this path?" And Aaron says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, don't don't be mad. You you know how bad these folks are." When Aaron is the one who totally came up with this, <laughs> he's the one that was like, "Oh, hold on, give me your gold." It's like uh, it's like when you get caught with a whore, and your wife's like, "What the fuck's this about?" He's like, "You know how whores are, these fucking skanks." <laughs> She's just snuck She's her way. She's fourteen in years old. You know how they be. <laughs> she had to be on Snapchat. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> She's been texting me on Facebook. She wow. knows what's up. That's actually pretty gross. <laughs> she invited me to that Chili's bathroom. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just a man. Man, this is really uh, hitting close to home for someone listening. I'm sure. So, <laughs> uh, so basically, Aaron gives him a rundown of what happened. Um, Moses sees that they're all just going nuts, and Aaron let it happen. And here's where it gets pretty fucking metal. So Moses sees the shit going down, he sees the orgy, he smashes the fucking tablets, he burns the altar, he makes them eat it. He tells Aaron, like, what the fuck are you letting going on? Aaron tells him, to su- suffice to say, Moses is unsatisfied with it, and he decides to get to work. And he cries out, whoever is on the Lord's side, come to me. Which, to me, is kind of like, okay, guys, shit's about to go down, who's with me? And obviously, the sons of Levi are ready to go. They've probably been waiting this whole time. They want to fuck shit up. Um, and basically, Moses says, all right, everyone who's with me, let's get a sword, go throughout the camp, and let every man kill his brother, every man his companion, and every man kill his own neighbor. And so, so the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And 3,000 men fell that day. This is where they branch, I think. This is where the Bible branches the early Levite story, or the Levi story, right, mm-hmm. with who the Levites became. Like, this is right? why so the Levites are jumping at the bit to kill people? They're connecting, uh, well, no, they're connecting murder to priesthood, right? So earlier it was horrible murder. Now it's, like, righteous murder, which leads to them naturally being kind of the priests, hmm. right? I guess. Right. I mean, basically they're... Basically, you're saying, like, these are the holiest of people. It's that... turning their violence into holiness, right? So right. they used to just be violent, the Le- Levi was. This is the first kind of, uh, what's the first, fatwa? Holy war? Yeah, sure. You know, like they're... In they're... a way. Like, 
the Levi people are already equipped to be violent. Obviously, if you subscribe to the idea that just because their great uh, great 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 grandfather killed a bunch of sh- people in Shechem, so yeah. now okay, but they they still have that violence. Here's why it's good violence because yeah, they're, you, you they're get using uh, it you, you got the guys that know how to make uh, ornamental beads. You give him them special <laughs> skills. You got the guys that know how to make a good table. Give him special skills. Levites know how to kill. <laughs> For yeah. fun and money. They're friends. They're yeah. friends and neighbors and children, probably. I they guess. know the best about how to wipe out a town. Uh, so and this we is the first from, pogrom. We went from... Oof, okay. Yikes. We, <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of was. We went from a regular orgy to blood orgy yeah. pretty quick, yeah. which is the worst transition. Yeah. Because it's always like, who's going to bring the razors? But this is the equivalent of like, the deal is off, you know? And now people got to pay. And this is what I thought was interesting. So so the Levites go in, they kill 3,000 fucking people, which in the grand scheme of things is uh, like 0.015% of the population. There's 2 million, 3,000, you know. They were probably going to die anyway. Um, And he basically, so while he's staring over all the fucking corpses and shit, Moses says, okay, you guys, consecrate yourselves today to the Lord that he may bestow on you a blessing for every man has opposed his son and his brother. So Moses is like that guy that comes home, finds his kids have been starting a fire in the garage. You know, they let their carpet on fire. He beats the ever-loving shit out of them. He's like, okay, I'm going to go out and get a drink. You pray on this and you ask for forgiveness when I get back. You think about what you did. It's insane, too, that we already had this scene where Moses kind of talks God down. But now he has to do it again. Yeah, now he's coming up. Um, like, something I thought was interesting. So then, so Moses tells him, all right, everyone, you fucked up. I want you to think about what you did. And then he returns back to God on the mountain. Yeah. He, and he says, I'm going to go atone, you know, like, talk to God about what you've done here. Well, um, what I think is interesting is that, so let's read the chain of events. Moses turns his backs on these Israelites for five fucking seconds. And they make a fake God and start fucking each other. And Forty then, days. Well, let's not forget. And then he comes it's kind down. Of reasonable. The whole point is that he goes up to talk to God. They start fucking each other. He comes down, finds they've been fucking each other with his back is turned. He's like, "Okay, kill three thousand of them. I'm gonna go back up and talk to God for a little bit and see what happens." You know. And also to point out that when they killed three thousand, as it mentions here, those Levites were set aside for the priesthood because of that. It says here. Oh, was it? What, read yeah. that. Read that quote. I didn't uh, that. Uh, it's verse twenty-eight. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and that day about three thousand people died. Oh, sorry, twenty-nine. Then Moses said, "You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and He has blessed you for this." <laughs> okay, I didn't. I didn't read it that way, but now that I'm yeah, seeing that's what it, he's yeah. Saying. So basically, he's like, "Okay, you guys get a special." This is like, uh, it's kind of like Animal Farm when you. Um, you know, like the guards that uh, kill their own people and are basically the bodyguards to uh, like this this authoritarian state that Moses is putting in. Yeah, they yeah, get yeah. the special treatment. You they guys do. are the best SS. You guys do the best killing of Israelites. The Uncle Toms. Yeah, yeah. You get the you get the best treatment now. You you get to be the priest. You get to be in charge because you're the ones I can trust to fucking turn on your own people. Indeed. Great. Good. You've, good. You've you've proved your loyalty this day. Wonderful character that we're building here. Right. Um, so yeah, God, Moses says, "All right, I'm going to go atone with God." He goes back up the mountain. 
Um, he says to God, you know, oh, yeah, this is what they did, which we already got already discussed it with him. So it's kind of redundant here. Right. I yeah. Again, but we're digging something I thought was interesting is that basically Moses tries to sacrifice himself for his people. Nerd. Right. Uh, he's like, you know what? They have sinned and truly they have made themselves a God of gold and they've committed, you know, they've broken your fucking commandments and shit. You love those things. I mean, I I don't know what happened to them down there, but I know you love those commandments. Um, blot me out of your book, which you have written. In That's the first mention of that, isn't it? That's the first time we hear about that. The God's book. got some book. He's got a diary or some shit. Yeah, or like a little, you know, it's like the book or it's like the list that that one dude had in Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's like, you're cool. Don't come to school today. Um, but God says to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. So lead the people and go from the place that you are now to the place of which I have spoken to you. And my angel shall go with you. And there will be a day where I will go and visit punishment upon them for their sin. So the Yikes. Lord plagued them of what they did with the calf, which Aaron made. And that ends up being, and I don't know, this is a spoiler and also not for sure. I'm pretty sure what that means is they'll never actually get to the promised land. Uh, so maybe. everyone, I mean, he's definitely, everyone that sinned, everyone that sinned in this way is, mm-hmm. us. it will not make it to Canaan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it when, talks more about it later. This so is my first don't... time reading it, but my understanding of it is, is that like, I thought I, I thought it was immediate. Obviously, I didn't read the exact book, and I've only ever had people paraphrase it. But I thought it was like, literally, he comes down, sees the golden calf. is like, all right, well, you guys done fucked up. You're about to get punished now. But it sounds like God knows that uh, revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah. You want to let these Israelites think that they got away with it. Like, okay, you guys are forgiven. You know, we had a bad time, but it's time to get back on the road, you know bygones be bygones and then secretly he's just sharpening a knife and preparing the duct tape and the gasoline it's like how whenever i go home to visit my family i have a list of different people that i go shit in their yard <laughs> just think they, about yeah all those kids that bullied me in high school uh yeah yeah i i, I know that game yeah um, your yard is actually the next on my list <laughs> you better not uh, um so that's exodus 32 uh Exodus thirty three. I feel like we have to. Yeah, let's finish this. Let's get. It's really this let's one. let's. Yeah, I mean we're running. We're gonna. It's gonna be a longer episode. But last episode was super short, so people deserve it. Um, something I thought was interesting is yeah. that uh, coming back to some of my concordances here that we kind of passed over was that uh, again the tribe of Levi was rewarded for their zeal, which is super cool. You know, um, that they putting up with that fucking orgy shit. But something that was interesting is that Moses offers his own life as atonement for the sins of his people, and God tells him no. Uh, but, uh, obviously, spoiler, my Bible says that he will later come to accept the life of Jesus for basically the same shit, you know? Let me sacrifice myself for, for my people. Yes, correct. Why do you think that he would accept Moses, but not this uh, Jesus guy whom I know nothing about? Like, why didn't he accept Moses' sacrifice for his people? Um, I mean, I I would guess narrative. Narrative's part of it. I wonder if he just isn't a perfect lamb. No, I'm pretty sure that's it. You think so? You think it's just narrative? Narrative, yeah. I, I, I mean, there's no... 
Yeah, okay. Of course, you could turn to the perfect lamb. Well, I'm assuming point, this but... is all part of, yeah. Uh, let, let's step away from, you know, the fact that it, the reason it's done is just because probably the Jews had no concept of it and that later it would take. But Jesus wasn't even really a sacrifice. He didn't, die. He's, he rose again. It's not even... I have no idea. I've never read the part. Well, you, of course you know Jesus rose again. I know How zombie the... God, yeah. So what's the sacrifice? If he got to pop right back up a couple days Isn't later? Isn't that the whole fucking point is that he sacrificed? I'm not, I'm not, fam- I'm not, How cr- is that I don't a fucking sac- know what That's happened. not a sacrifice, though. If you kill a sheep, Are you, you know saying that pop- Jesus wasn't a sacrifice? Because that's no. all I've ever heard. No, of course he's not a sacrifice. How is he? If I'm, if I say, hey, I'm going to give you. They fucking I'm gonna crucified s- him, allegedly. Okay. Hey, I'm going to sacrifice my truck to you in your honor. You can have it, but I want it back in three days. Did I sacrifice my truck to <laughs> it's you? It's an Indian giving sacrifice. We'll have it to is. cover that when we get to Jesus. But uh, Well, we will, my, but that's the point. It's stupid. Okay. It's stupid. The more I think about it, the more I get angry. <laughs> um, but so anyway, uh, Moses offers himself as a sacrifice for his people's sin, and it ain't good enough for God. He's like, no, no, no. I'll Trust me. I'll deal with it myself. Yeah. I'll exact my own type of uh, vengeance on the people. Um, so then God tells Moses, okay, you guys need to get the fuck out of here. I've already, this has already got a bad taste. I've got some bad memories. Uh, I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that I would give them some land. Look for that greased up rock. It's probably still there. Um, I'm going to send my angel with you, and he's going to drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites. And the Jebusites. And by the angel driving them out, it, I think there's going to be a lot of battling to actually have that happen as we uh, get into the next book. Angel's or into, fucking badass. Once we get into Joshua. Uh, and he tells them that Canaan is a land flowing with milk and honey. Gross. And first off. Now, here's the thing. They went... I don't know if this is what exactly means. Because obviously the tabernacle and all that shit for God hasn't been built yet. Uh, which I believe is a way, I think the tabernacle, the table, all that shit is kind of what God needs to be able to travel with them in person. He's sending his sort of messenger angel with him, with them, you know. Sure. But he specifically states, okay, but I'm not going to go with you. Two reasons. Uh, one, Israelites are fucking shitheads. He says right here, go tell the Israelites you are a stiff-necked people, which means kind of like a stubborn ass. Yeah. Um. And I could show up there in a fucking second and kill every last one of you. So you better take off all your ornaments and all your gaudy bullshit uh, that you may know what to do, so that I may know what to do with you. Yeah. So, well, what I actually read is that he says, I can't go with you because if I do, I'll probably fucking kill you. It's like when your parent <laughs> says, like, go hide. <laughs> like, I don't want to see you right now or I'll. Because I don't want to go, go to jail for beating my children. I think it's like, like when your uh, I think it's like when your emo daughter gets caught in a van with like five guys, and you're like, "All right, you better wipe off all that fucking makeup and fucking get back in your room before I come at you with a fire poker." I don't know, man. I'm okay. If I had an emo daughter, I would be totally fine with that. I would like now. She, now she's someone else's responsibility. What is she into? Like Evanescence? Fine. <laughs> I don't know what the kids are these days. <laughs> that's the emo. That's just emo. <laughs> <the kids. laughs> Avril Lavigne. I don't fucking know. I don't know what Katie the kids Perry, do these days. Whatever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the children of Israel take off all their fucking gaudy bullshit, their ornaments and stuff, uh, in their shame. To me, it's like Gross. it's it's like uh, it's like when your kid joins a motorcycle gang because he thinks it's cool, and then one of them stabs a blind kid, 
And you're like, all right, you got to take off that shit. I'm so fucking ashamed of you. And then you just see him like taking off all his leather patches and stuff. Be like, these aren't cool anymore. You can put it back on tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so then, it's like when a serial killer becomes a uh, Christian in prison. Right. That happens all what? the time. That happens a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are we talking about Ted Bundy? Did he go Christian? He didn't go Christian. I think so. Someone did. One of the big ones. Uh, one of the big ones. Who's one of the big ones? Uh, a lot of them. We'll have to look it up. Because I know... Maybe it was Dahmer. Dahmer, definitely. But I thought Dahmer was already, like, freakishly Christian because his grandmother. We're getting... Uh, we, we know way too much about serial killers. Let's, let's, let's come back to what we're... <laughs> that'll be all day talking about. Uh... So Moses then sets up his tamp. He pitches it far outside the camp, and he called it the Tabernacle of Meeting, even though it wasn't a real tabernacle, you know? Um, and everyone who wanted to talk to God would go sit outside this raggedy fucking tent. Um, Gross. Yeah, um, they, and they, while God is gone, they still have this angel thing, right? Which they had earlier, before they got to the sea and God showed up. So they still have this pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent. Um, they like would all worship out, yeah. there. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, and every time Moses comes out, everyone stands up and shit. Yeah, and the Lord would the Lord would still speak directly to Moses, but just not to the rest of his people. Obviously Again, they suck. Like the parent who's mad at the kids and like won't talk to him or whatever. It's very bizarre. It's so human and arbitrary. It's so wrought with human emotion. It's petty. Yeah, it's fucking petty. Yeah. yeah. Because they, because they made a fucking golden calf. Um, so all of a sudden, God comes down to the yes. tabernacle, and nobody can look at him. They just see the pillar of cloud, you know. But God speaks to... Now, uh, in 3311, it says that the Lord spoke to Moses face-to-face as a man speaks to his friends. Um, and he, you know, they say that's the shit that would go down. Uh, my Bible says, like, nah, 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 he doesn't speak to him face-to-face. It's more like he spoke to him like a buddy. Like, they, they he gave him the inward pass or something. Fa- you know? They FaceTimed. They FaceTimed, yeah. They, um... So, there's something about Joshua not leaving the tabernacle, even though Moses leaves. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, but anyway, so it. God comes down in a pillar of smoke. He talks to Moses. They're bros. Um... Exodus thirty three twelve is kind of what, what what is this part? What do you what, you tell me what you think? Um, basically, it's Moses' like appeal to God that all right, you want me to be in charge? Uh, show me how to do it, right? Gave me life and show me how to live. Do a little Chris Cornell. Okay, living. Yeah, I got it. Stop. Um, yeah. but I, was, I really, it, I really goofed those lyrics, but um, yeah. uh, you got to scream it if you're gonna be Chris Cornell. He's dead. Don't yeah, talk that's about why Chris I didn't, Well, I was <laughs> he whispering suicide in the theme of this episode. I was whispering him from the grave. Right. So uh, the Lord says basically, look, I okay, I'm not with you, but like I'm with you, man. Like my presence. Okay. I thought it was like when you're like uh, you're like with a girl, and you're like, listen, I'm just not into like anything serious, you know. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, she's like, okay, I want us to go on Facebook and become Facebook official. And it's like, isn't it enough that I'm with you? Like, why do we got to fucking make this? Like, why do we need a piece of paper to say what we are? We both know it, right? Mm. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? 
Like, I feel like it's like a, it's like one of those rocky bullshit high school relationships, you know, where yeah. they met up, things are going strong, God and Moses, they're a team, they're fucking up Egypt, they're like, we're so hot right now, you know, they're just banging in the fucking woods, you know? It gets so sexual, though. <laughs> and Doesn't then, it? And then Moses and God, they are starting to have that meeting where they're like, okay, you know, Moses and Israel and God, they're like, Moses and Israel, they're like one half of the equation, and they're like the, the girl and the relationship not that I'm, yeah not that i'm imposing the uh gender roles and then god is like that dick bag high school valedictorian or jock boyfriend you know he's like yeah I'm, he's got tattoos and shit he's really hot and they're they, that, that first few moments they're like hot heavy they're just getting with each other they're fucking fucking up egypt they're crossing yeah. lakes together and then they have that first stumble you know like he goes into the fucking shitty little uh arcade and gets like a plastic ring and he's like i'm gonna put this on your finger and we're gonna be like really good for you know really hot together you know it's like are we like official like yeah this is it going steady come on yeah we're going steady yeah thank you and then uh he checks her phone is like what the fuck is this shit she's like he means nothing you know who's this golden calf guy you've been texting yeah 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 and then now they're they're rocky now now they don't know where they stand it that is actually a perfect look of it and so they're they're doing this whole will they won't they thing uh, Moses, Moses is basically like, no, we're going to need you. So how are people going to know that we're like for real, unless you're with us? And God's like, all right, I'll do it. And then Moses said, and I quote, now show me your glory. It gets more, let me wrap this up because it gets more and more sexual. So <laughs> then, uh, God says, all right, I'm going to cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) And I will proclaim my name in your presence. This is like some angry sex, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, But he says, but you can't see my face for no one may see me and live. And wait, 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 (laughs) wait, I got a thing here. So then the Lord says, there's a place near me where you may stand on a rock. My glory, glory passes by. I'll put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Which, (laughs) in popular culture, is referenced by the musical artist Ludacris when he says, Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, just don't you look at me. Don't you look at me. Put a fucking okay, uh, good hot take. Um, <laughs> that's, that's where Ludacris got it. I'm pretty sure for sure, bro. He fucking loves <laughs> Exodus 30, 21 through twenty three. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it though. So they, they do their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about what my Bible. I mean, I get that it's uh, obviously God is uh, giving Moses that D. Um, and by D, I mean deliverance. Um, but Ooh. yeah, getting into it. Uh, something I thought was, but my concordance, my Bible basically says that this is sort of God saying like, listen, you're not going to see me for what I've done. You fucked that up. You know, it's kind of like, it's like, it's like, it's like, yes, the relationship is broken. He's like, okay, listen, we're never going to be married. We're never going to have kids. If you still want to fuck sometimes, I'm okay with that, but I will never trust you like that. I'm never going to let you hurt my heart again, Moses at Israel. Sure. Literally. Making sure that there's like safe space. But so you'll never see me the way you did before. I'm not going to be there doing plagues of you like willy nilly, like on your finger and shit like that. But what you will see is my mercy and my compassion. 
And you're not going to see me as I'm doing it. You're not going to, you know, uh, you're going to be blind to it. But when I take away my hand, you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. What, to, to sum that up, what my concordance says is that we see God through his compassion and mercy. And we don't really know it when it's happening, but we know it's after effects, you know, after he's already passed through, you know. Okay. So, like, we don't see God giving that poor person the lottery winnings. We just sort of see, like, oh, my God, I've been blessed. You know, like, blessings and, you know. You like, don't see him coming. It's it's not a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's No, that's fair. That makes sense. Like... That's their interpretation for what he's the, Well, the saying. whole idea is, yeah, of course that's in the Christian... Con- yeah, let's, yeah. Let's Obviously now shit's going to get mysterious, wazy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because back in the day, they still had the fucking angel, right, walking in front of them, right? They mm-hmm. still had all these absolute signs of, of God. Now they're like, oh, well, that's why, you know, you can hear God in the whisper. And like, oh, you can you can feel the wind, but you can't see it. That's Just why, like you God. Know, yeah, you can see the Virgin Mary in a uh, busted up pad, you know, like in blood. <laughs> toast. Yeah, yeah, toast. Yeah, yeah. You can see him in a piss stain on the wall. You're like, that's the Virgin Mary. You know, that's toast. Jesus is my favorite Jesus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Woo. That's, that's some Bible right there. That's as far Tell as we're going to get. That's Exodus 33. You heard it here yeah. first or last or in the middle. No, hopefully I don't know. first. Hopefully, hopefully you first, haven't read yeah. this yet. Hopefully we're bringing it to you hot and fresh. Hopefully we're turning you slowly, all of you slowly into Christians. Hopefully this is the first impression you've got and you're liking it. <laughs> yeah. So next next week we'll pick up on 34. It's going to be fun. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, no. We're getting near fun. the end of Exodus, huh? How many? I can't many wait. Exodus it says has, like forty uh, something, and we're on thirty three. I think forty exactly. Yeah, it has forty. So we oh, probably got another man. two episodes in. Nice. So this is episode twenty one. We're wrapping up. That's good. So we'll have twenty two, twenty three, then boom, twenty four. We're in that big Leviticus bay. You honestly lost me with all that bullshit talking. But um, uh, it was pretty easy to follow. I think all our potty. <laughs> I think our potty. Uh, but I mean, about. you know, God's revealing His glory to Moses and His <laughs> over His, his face. heavy. Heavy glory. Thick, gloryful loads. Yeah. The word translated glory, uh, which is Hebrew kavod, is root from the meaning of the word heavy. So it's a thick, heavy, glorious load. Load. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Splatter. <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. What? It, so h- how do you feel about all this? I, what does it mean? Why? I guess... I guess I feel like I, I kind of nailed it with the, uh, you know, the sort of a temp- tempestuous relationship that Israel has with God, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's very immature. He leaves them for one second, and then she goes to the club and gets fucked by some golden calf, you know? You know what's funny And then now he's it? asking to be trusted. How can I trust you? What's funny about it is that at this point, their, the Israelites' relationship with their God was in that stage of an actual human relationship, you know, mm-hmm. whereas now like Christians or modern day Jews with their God have like this more like kind of an understanding of what he means and how it relates to like our everyday life. That's very, I don't know what you would expect in an actual physical relationship between two consenting adults, you know, I guess. Yeah. It's like it was the, it, it was the hot and heavy, passionate. I'm gonna beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Chris Browdy. Is Chris, Chris Brown, Brown. is God Chris Brown? Is that <laughs> uh, when it's good, it's good, but when it's bad, it's pretty fucking bad. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Yikes. Uh, it might be. It might be um, like that. Oh, man. I don't know. I liked the... Um, I love the idea of Moses coming down with Joshua. And he's like, do you hear that? He's like, do I hear that? I can fucking I smell, smell it. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I ca- sorry. I uh, it's I fine. It's better when we yeah, do it as a team. It definitely was uh, the smell, though. Yeah, he's like... All right, I love that God. Uh, I love that Moses is a fucking dick. I, I, like Moses, is like hold on, hold, you know what it's like. Um, for me, it's like when Judah sold Joseph instead of killing him. You know, like Moses comes down, and it's like, all right, God wants to kill all of you, so I'm just gonna kill three thousand of you and make you eat some gold or some shit. You know, which if I know anything from Doctor Oz, probably cured their. Uh, you know, uh, like acne and shit. Bladder stones. Yeah, bladder stones. <laughs> he was like, you got to drink this shit. And then they're like, oh, my God, is this the first uh, essential oil? Like, he's like, no, this is your punishment. What the fuck? Yeah. It's, um, man, it's just not, this is an ugly episode we did. Like, it really, it made God so, it made at least the God they're writing about here so obviously based on human emotion, I think. He's a real dickbag. These- and he's yeah. mercurial. He's a fucking shithead. Like, you went to all this effort. So your whole deal was that you heard the Egyptians were beating up your firstborn. And then you bring them out of there. You do all these wonders to show them who God is. And then at the drop of the hat, you're going to kill them just for fun. You know? I mean, they did make the calf. I like the idea of him being like, I heard some shit's going down. Don't worry, Noah. Don't worry. I'm going to make you the only Jew left and you're going to become a father of nations. And Moses is like, pass big pass, buddy. I don't want any of that shit. You know, <laughs> what's that? Well, which, which, what think about, look, he's That's an a old lot man. of pressure. <laughs> he's an dick. old man. Imagine, imagine having to get hard every night for the rest of your life. Presumably, yeah. if you're going to make that Who many kids, my kids going to fuck God, you haven't thought this through. <laughs> and doesn't he know about the prevalence of, of Down syndrome in elderly parents. Yeah, that's Very. true. Good reference, I guess. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like, sure that's what Moses was thinking like, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you better make them skilled carpenters or whatever. <laughs> you better make them good. Uh, but uh, yeah, what a crazy fucking episode. Um, I, what is God? I mean, we've talked about it to death here, but this is. I feel like a vastly different God than Genesis. Well, not even because he did the same shit to Noah. He was willing to kill all the people. So, and then fucked over. Followed through. Yeah. At least he followed through with Noah and Sodom and stuff. He's just maintaining the motif of uh, not having any respect for life. It's so weird because with Noah, it was just Noah's family and he picked out, but there was nothing that was, we didn't get any context around Noah. Now, obviously it's so, even for the, the people writing this, it would have been so unbelievably ancient. Noah was just a guy that raped the least in his village. Yeah, yeah. But what was he? We don't know anything. Who knows? We don't know. Remember reading it? It was just, and then this one dude had Noah, and then this happened. Yeah. So it's it's hard to Well, I don't know if it maintains, but the deal with Noah was that he was a descendant of Seth, so it's kind of implied that he kind of has that holy line. But wouldn't there have been... Many, 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 many descendants of Seth? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There, there, there should have been enough to have a village on that ark instead of just Noah yeah. having a... But then you would need... That's the problem. You would need two boats. <laughs> yeah. And there's only so many trees. Uh, it just, yeah, it is interesting that um, God certainly isn't above beating his own kids. He's definitely a, definitely not a 
chill dad. No. And uh, I don't know. I walked away from, from this reading kind of like a little down on God, a little down on him. I, I really want jo- Joshua to step into his own, though, because he seems I like the little cameos he's getting here. Right. Yeah. He you comes in there. Down? He fights an army. He's just hanging out with Moses. He's just chilling. You know, he comes down. He's like, hey, he's, you smell that? He thinks everything's war, too. That's badass. <laughs> yeah, he hears any noise. He's got PTSD. He's all fucked up from that last oh, war. Oh, shit, that is. He's he, like, hears, he, hears a bunch of, he hears a bunch of asses and hips banging against each other. He goes, they're back. They're, the they're fighting. It's the fucking Edomites. <laughs> it's in the trees. They're speaking. <laughs> and Moses is like, calm down. It's obviously an orgy. Is this oh, your man, first orgy? First that. time? That, that is what it was with Joshua, huh? Right, got, he thinks war because he's a warrior. He's all fucked up. I like up. it. He's John Wick. <laughs> All right, uh, cool. let's I let's call it. Got, a, right? Let's call it an episode. Yeah, this we'll, is we'll, we'll, long. we'll drag this along some more when we start finishing up uh, as yeah. this moves on. Well, let me tell you guys: if you don't already, I want you to follow us. We're on Twitter at Irrevelations, and if you want to send us an email because you hate us or you love us or or you don't like you... Grant's use of the word retard, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's podcast at gmail.com. Don't email me about that. Tweet me at that. Make it out in the public. Yeah. Make a, a scene of it. Shame us in public. That's how we like it. Yeah. We're just like, uh, melt it down to gold and make us drink it, daddy. Ooh. I actually like that idea. But that's that's episode 21. Thanks for coming along with us on this little adventure that we call life. Oh, God. Uh, we're, one, we're picking the Bible apart, guys. And, and you know what? It's teaching us a lot. I think that today I got a little bit closer to God. What about you, Cole? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, closer well, to God, his murderous rage for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you could. I think I saw him peeking out of your little air vent up there above your head. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, folks. We'll uh, we'll be back next week and more Exodus, at least a little bit more. Good night. Have a good day. Goodbye.